In the depths of winter, when frost covers windows and whispers fill the crisp, bone-chilling air, a sinister figure emerges. This being, known as Krampus, stands as the shadowy counterpart to the jovial Saint Nicholas, with horns that pierce the night, cloven hooves that echo ominously, and chains that rattle like ghostly warnings. Krampus roams the edges of Yuletide festivities. His mission? To seek out the wicked and the mischievous. As the snow falls gently, beware the icy grasp of Krampus, for he arrives not to reward, but to punish. In the flickering candlelight, his malevolent presence serves as a bone-chilling reminder that the line between holiday cheer and chilling terror is dangerously thin. Things are about to get strange. Can you imagine being part of a Krampus club? All you ghouls and goblins, welcome to Conspiracy Weird, where we talk about conspiracy theories and just all things weird. I'm your host, Molly, and with me today, as usual, is Josh. Yo. Sup? Hey. How you doing today? Doing okay. What are you, how are you doing? Meh. 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 Okay. Meh. Aren't we all meh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, Josh. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a week. What are you snacking on? Um, I have chocolate chips and a Dr. Pepper. What do you have? So I found this uh, giant Reese's. It's a Reese's bar. It's a Reese's fast break is what it's called. But it's basically a giant Reese's. That's I thought fun. that was interesting. Instead of having to keep unwrapping these little cups, you can just unwrap the bar and go. Yeah, you got like... Three or four of them's worth <laughs> in a bar. <laughs> Pretty you, good. Are you drinking anything? Just a soda. A Pepis? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today, Josh? <sighs> well, as foretold in the uh, prophecy of what is the introduction, <laughs> um, we're talking about Krampus today. Krampus, Krampus. It is the Christmas season. Yes. So we were feeling festive, and uh, we decided to start diving down the folklore rabbit hole of Yuletide. Yeah. <laughs> we are a little bit late with this one, but it's okay. Christmas hasn't happened yet. It's okay. But Krampus Day already passed. Well. Life. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Life. Life happens. Fast. Fast. Hit to heart. Yeah. So let's get into it. All right. Oh. Hmm. Um, we are coming out with a Patreon. Yes, we, we are. We started a page. Uh, please, if you have any ideas as to what <laughs> would be good for a Patreon, what kind of content you'd want to actually pay for, uh, let us know. Because we want to cater us to you. Basically. Basically. <laughs> um, we are coming, we are, we did decide... We're just going to be open. We just dis- did decide to do like little mini episodes on there and call it Weird After Dark. So they're going to be little mini episodes that we just talk about 
episodes that really wouldn't be long enough for a full episode, kind of. And just like little cool little ideas to talk about on there. So, sub-episodes. Weird After Dark. Weird After Dark. We might have to find some stickers. Most of these episodes are recorded in the daytime. (laughs) It's okay. So, that'll be... uh, um, our nighttime episodes. <laughs> I'm really, dark. I'm really weird all the we, time. We also are gonna have um, our more gorier episodes on there. Well, not ones like, that are not that are rated R instead of PG thirteen. Well, I think I think we might we can like post those episodes like if they're long on the regular page. Just post some more. R-rated pictures uh, on Patreon. Okay. So everybody can listen to the full-length episodes. They just have to hop on the Patreon to see the more gory pictures and stuff that are not okay for Facebook. So it's definitely a work in progress, as you can tell. Yeah. We're um, trying here. <laughs> help us. We need it. Help us help you. Help me. Help us help you. you. Help me help you. <laughs> Get old Jay McGrath. The Krampus. <laughs> The Krampus can appear in many variations. Um, most shared, uh, there's all the same characteristics, depending on how the story, story is, yeah, depending on how the story is told. Uh, he's hairy. Uh, he, his, his body's usually brown or black. He's, since hair, I guess, is, is brown or black. It, it, he's got long legs. Um, he's got horns, cloven hooves, like, a. Hooves like a goat. Um, he's got a long, pointy, pointed tongue that just lolls out. And he has fangs. Fangs? Like a vampire? Well, just like a monster. Yeah. Krampus carries chains. Um, this is thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He usually thrashes those chains for dramatic effect. The chains are sometimes accompanied by bells of various sizes. Uh, one of the uh, characteristics that's more pagan in origin is the root. The root is a bundle of birch branches that Krampus carries, and he occasionally swats children with it. As he should. Right. Shouldn't we all just carry birch branches to swatch, swat our children from time to time? The birch is replaced with a whip in some cases. Sometimes okay, we're not going to whip children now. No, that no. Carry the branches. Sometimes Krampus appears with a basket or a, a sack strapped to his back, and it's not for gifts. It's to carry off. The children <laughs> to carry off the bad children for drowning or eating them or transporting them to hell. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Krampus is basically St. Nick's counterpart, right? Mm-hmm. We got good old St. Nick. Yin and yang. Yin and yang, right? Um, so let's talk about St. Nick. The real St. Nicholas was a Greek-born bishop in the late 3rd century. Uh, he served in... Mira, a small Roman town in what is now modern-day Turkey. He was known for his generosity and his wealth. He developed a reputation for helping those in need, 
His most charitable act is a story about how he helped a poor man who had three daughters. The girls would not be able to get married without money for their dowries, and therefore were doomed to a life of slavery and prostitution. Thank God we don't have that anymore. Right. My mom was just like, Josh, please take her away from me. She's annoying me. <laughs> Legend has it that one night, Nicholas secretly drip, dropped a bag of gold down the man's chimney. It landed in a stocking that was hung by the fire to dry. This was a dowry for the oldest daughter. Later, a second bag of gold came down the chimney for the second daughter's dowry. The man was so determined to find out who had given him the money, he hid by the chimney every evening, night, waiting for the gold, though th that would eventually come to save his youngest daughter. He finally caught Nicholas, even though Nicholas had uh, asked the man not to say anything, word eventually got out around town. That sucks. Anytime someone got a secret gift, they believed it was Nicholas. It is hard to separate fact from fiction about Nicholas, but uh, now, because so many true stories about him are mixed with legend, it is known that, there, that he was a fierce defender of church doctrine during the Great Persecution in 303. Um... His, uh, this is the Bible. This is one, the Bibles. Right. This is when Bibles were, were burned, burned. And priests were forced to renounce Christianity or be put to death. Nicholas was very defiant. He spent many years in prison before Roman Emperor Constantine ended Christian pr persecution in 313. Nicholas' day is celebrated in his honor on December 6th, which is the anniversary of his death. Children in Central Europe hang stockings to put their shoes out, or put their shoes out, hoping for a gift from St. Nicholas. That's sweet. So, is Nicholas the same as Santa? No. 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 <laughs> I don't think so. Santa Claus is an American invention, a combination of European history and tradition, along with American storytelling. This is the result of European immigrants sharing their traditions and blending them with the melting pot that is America in the 19th century. The American image of Santa comes primarily from the poem by Clement Clark Moore called A Visit from St. Nicholas. This poem describes St. Nicholas as an jolly old elf dressed in all fur. It explains him with a round belly, white beard, and rosy cheeks. This was the inspiration for Haddon Sundblom, an artist who created the modern image of Santa for Coke's 1931 Thirst Knows No Season campaign. So you can thank Coca-Cola for our image of Santa Claus. Thanks, Coke. Thanks, Coke. <laughs> this. That's why he's red and white. Doesn't. Listen, wow. that's a whole thing. There's a whole oh, conspiracy snap. theory behind that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> really, Pepsi. Sorry, sorry Pepsi. He's not blue and white. <laughs> You're not cool enough. No one likes you. I do. It tastes like medicine. It does not. Medicine tastes like medicine. This laid the foundation for the present-day Santa. The name Santa Claus evolved from the Dutch nickname for Saint, Saint Nicholas, which is Sinterklaas. 
I'm probably saying that wrong, but I don't care. Please forgive us for butchering names, as always. This is a shortened form of St. Nicholas. Chris Kringle... Kringle. Chris Kringle, that nickname for Santa, can be traced back to the German word for... Christ Christ Kindle. Or, yeah. Or Christ Kindle. This translates to Christ Child. In Germany, the Christ Child is a gift-bearing angel, the spirit of Christmas, who delivers presents on Christmas. This tradition was made popular by, by Martin Luther in the 16th century. Not to be confused by Martin Luther King Jr. Obviously. Obviously. We love Martin Luther King Jr. We here. Martin Luther a bit in school. The history of Krampus has been theorized as going back to pre-Christian Alpine traditions. Celebrations involving Krampus date back to the 6th or 7th century A.D. There are no written sources before the 16th century. By the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into the Christmas traditions by pairing Krampus with St. Nicholas. Even with that, Krampus' origins have nothing to do with Christmas. His name originates with the German Krampen, which means claw. Tradition has it that he is the son of the Norse god of the underworld, which is Hel. H-E-L. Krampus historically comes around on December 5th every year, tagging along with St. Nicholas. While St. Nick is putting candy in the shoes of good children and birch twigs in show of those who are bad, Krampus's particular specialty is punishing bad children. It is said that throughout the Christmas season, kids who are misbehaving are beaten with birch branches or can even disappear, stuffed into Krampus's bag and carried off to his lair to be eaten or tortured. Maybe we should start this and this tradition with with our son that has been misbehaving, and that's your kid use it right to, now to scare that's your to child. scare him into that's your behaving. Child. That's your child right now. <laughs> that's your child. Uh, I don't know. I think he gets it from you, though. Gets what from me? What the, the misbehaving and mischievousness? I am innocent. I am beautiful. I am sent from God to be a blessing in your life. You're welcome. So what's keeping the tradition alive? Not me. Not you. (laughs) The answer is Krampusloff, which is translated literally to Krampus Run. Who runs on purpose? Not me. People that are being chased. (laughs) I'm so happy. I told Josh this yesterday. I'm so happy I did not marry into a family that does 5K runs on holidays. Did you see the video of the duck running the marathon? Yeah, and I want to keep him. He wears little shoes. He has special shoes on. He was running faster than the other contestants. Yeah. And he takes like an eighth the size of their steps. He's just so cute. (laughs) You're waddling the whole marathon. That would be me. He'd be I my waddle. running buddy if I were to be in the run. I waddle. I'd be like, if I can keep up with this duck, I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, these runs, they're normally held uh, from mid-November to mid-December, but a lot will take place on the fifth or December 5th or 6th. The Krampus runs take the form of parades 
and the processions feature members of the local Krampus clubs. Or so, can you imagine being part of a Krampus club? What are we talking about today? More Krampus. How much is there not? <laughs> how, how <laughs> I give it a good six months and then you run out of stuff to talk about. Oh, God. Well, they're probably also like planning things for the parade and, and whatnot. Probably. Their costumes. But, like, yeah, exactly. So the Krampus runs take the form of parades and processions feature, uh, you know, members from the local Krampus clubs and associations uh, or associations that financed um, the parade by, you know, lo- from local business sponsors. Uh, they dress in elaborate costumes during these parades, wearing hand-carved masks. Those gotta look cool. Shaggy pelts or, uh, and clanking cowbells. They run and stomp down the street. It's a very immersive experience. Uh, performers, performers often pull spectators into the procession, tussling their hair or swatting them with a, a switch uh, made of birch sticks. I will um, get arrested because I'd punch them back. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's the equivalent of going to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> and Halloween Horror Basically. Nights, they're not allowed to touch you. Oh, yeah, not anymore. They're not supposed to touch They're you. They're not supposed to touch you. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, it would be if they could mess with you a little bit. Um, but the Krampus run could be made up of 300 participants that are dressed up for a particular role. The Krampus Possen each designates one person to carry a sign bearing the association's name and locality. An example would be the alt Nick Gnigler Krampus Perkton Pass. We're not pros here with anything. And I think if I read that any other way, it would have sounded bad too. So, uh, following, I will purposely read it wrong so that it doesn't sound bad in um, how I'm saying it. Following that, the procession is led by St. Nicholas. Woo-hoo. It's like, you know, Santa at the end of the Thanksgiving Day parade. But reverse. But. In the beginning, <laughs> in reverse, right? At the Behind St. Same- Nick lurked an array of cramp pussy? What? Cramp pussy. Where is that? Oh. Well, I mean, the, okay. the alternative would be cramp pussy. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> so, someone help us, please. <laughs> we need help. Which is the plural of cramp Sorry, Krampussy apparently is the plural of Krampus. <laughs> oh man, we're tired. With these, uh, there were Hexen, which are witches, and other Alpine folklore. Krampussy can be distinguished by masks bearing two horns. Perkton normally have four to ten horns. It is tr- a true work of art to make these costumes and can cost up to 2,500 euro each. No two handcrafted wooden masks are exactly the same, obviously. That's cool. Most are made using natural materials such as driftwood, pine wood, animal teeth, and horse hair, alpine creature horns, and furs. Some of these marks are so lifelike that it's hard to tell that they are not real. Yeah. I, I, that, I would want to go to that parade. Okay. That sounds like a cool parade. Honestly, that'd be pretty sweet. 
Any thoughts? <laughs> from, from the peanut gallery? Hey, hey, hey. I'm just here. You're just Okay. Fun facts! Fun facts. You want to get off of the first fun fact? Talks about the Catholic Church, I'll pass. Okay, during the 12th century, the Catholic Church attempted to ban Krampus celebrations because of his appearance to the devil. Well, the Catholic Church, their priests look like the devil. More attempts were made in 1934 <laughs> at the hands of Austria's I'm conservative Catholic. Sorry. Christian Social Party. So, yeah, lots of people try to ban it. Ban it Cause they're because they're disrespectful. St. The Nicholas is a protector of people in his sainthood. Yeah. Uh, this is from orphans to sailors and prisoners. Too. That's one thing I liked about Catholicism is all the saints and stuff. I always liked that part. That's cool. My favorite was Joan of Arc. Give us the next fun fact, Molly. There are some other alternatives to St. Nicholas. One includes Grandfather Frost, also known as Grandfather, I think that's supposed to be cold, but I missed a letter, which originates from the pagan culture of the Eastern Slavs. It was introduced to Yugoslavia by Russian communist society as a secular alternative to western beliefs he is frequently depicted as a slim man wearing a long white coat and a brown furry russian hat i don't know how to say that word um one of those kukuma yeah he hands out gifts at new year's eve gatherings sometimes grandfather frost gets confused with grandfather with father christmas from Britain, Britain's Father Christmas, who started out as a pagan bringer of spring. He is influenced first by a Viking invasion and later by a... I don't know what that's supposed to be. Norman invasion? Norman like invasion. Normandy? Oh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Father Christmas and other European Christmas characters share a lot of the same characteristics. He is portrayed as an old man with a long white beard and blue hooded cloak. He gives out gifts to good kids. No. No. I want a gift. The annual Krampus run. Well, we're back to Krampus runs. The annual Krampus runs and festival is fun, but there are some concerns that refugees in the Alpine towns that celebrate this tradition can get scared. There has been an influx of refugees from Syria and Afghanistan in the areas where this festival takes place. The town officials decided to explain the tradition to the new townspeople instead of canceling the parade. The refugee children were invited to Leans to see a presentation where they learned about the costumes, props, and customs of Krampus. There are also Krampus greeting cards. Yeah. I want one. When the postcard industry boomed in Germany and and Austria in the 1890s, it opened a path for Krampus Karten. (laughs) There are ones that state Gruss vom Krampus, which translates to greetings from Krampus. Many of the cards show Krampus stuffing distressed kids into his <laughs> satchel, <laughs> leading them away in chains or carrying them off in his... I need these 
Carding cards. Carrying them off in his bag. There are also more adult cards. In some cards, it shows Krampus proposing to woman. In others, it, it shows Krampus is portrayed as a large woman shipping small men. Whipping. Oh, sorry. A large woman whipping small men with her birch sticks and carrying them off in her satchel. Not shipping them away. <laughs> we should ship all men away, but that's... Okay, anyways. We just end up playing football and video games together. And women would be more safe. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some questions. Do you believe in Santa Claus? He's I game. want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> no, obviously. No, I don't. How do you feel about Krampus? Would you believe in a Krampus character? Is Krampus technically a cryptid? No. That's just... Why? No. Why? Because cryptids are, are more like unexplained animals. You know, can we just- that That were... They're not like... No. <laughs> Lame. I don't think he joins the cryptid society. Lame. I mean, he's part of the... Weird society of things, a part of Earth, but not... We should crypt- start a cryptid society. Right now. No. We'll have you- a, cramp- a Krampus club. Krampus club. <laughs> Talk about cryptids and other things. Would you ever want to go to a Krampus runner festival? Yeah, I said yes already. So where... Well, oh, no, I don't want to... I want to... Yes, I want to go. go to the run. I don't want to be part of the run. <laughs> Please don't select me to be... Like, to take me out of the crowd. Well, you can take him out of the crowd, and then you get pushed back in, you know? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't whip me with birch sticks. I don't like <laughs> being touched by strangers. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna push you. I'm gonna push, push you. Right I'm into the grandeur of the parade. I'm new in town. Okay. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> I would you be. would be. Um, we go. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. And the chilling embrace of winter, as the shadows grow long and frost laces the windows, Krampus is a dark reflection of the holiday season's cheer. His presence exists to punish and frighten those who have been naughty or wicked. With each echoing clank of chains and haunting rattle of bells, Krampus beckons us to explore the darker corners of folklore and tradition challenging us to confront our own mischievous tendencies so as you embrace the festive spirit and gather with loved ones let the legend of krampus linger in the corners of your mind stay weird y'all we want to thank you for tuning in you can find us on all your favorite social platforms by searching conspiracy weird posting photos and details from each episode. Please consider keeping our tummies full by donating to the Snack Fund. Donations will be given a shout-out on the podcast. Special thanks to Audionautics.com for the theme music. And remember, question everything.